You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast. Good morning, everybody. Or good afternoon, or good evening. Or good evening, or whatever time it is for you. But hello, welcome back to another episode of Crochet Conversations. Yes. Um, today, we're going to talk about something very exciting. If you're following me on Instagram, you know that I just dropped a huge ton of money on this. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that. And what is that? Uh, my false crochet hook does the biggest expense you've made on one single crochet hook I so far. I mean, there's far. just so many things that you buy all the time. So I just want to clarify, you know. Okay, so I recently bought a false crochet hook. And um, I've been wanting one for a long time. But we haven't, like, I've never been able to justify the price that mm-hmm. we pay for it. Because it's, although it's like 30 USD or something, after we yeah. include shipping and we do the trans the, the fees back in, uh, what, in Singapore dollars... After we do the conversion, it's really expensive yeah. and I've never been able to justify paying that amount for it. I mean, it. it's quite a big brand, right, in the US? Uh, it's a big, it's one of the bigger independent brands in okay. the US. But I finally did it, I caved because this particular crochet hook was made in collaboration with Pride Month. Uh, not in collaboration, but in honour of Pride Month. And uh, many people are getting angry over that. Really? Yeah, if that's possible to get angry over crochet hook. But yeah, so that's something we're going to talk about in this episode because being this whole topic of LGBT is very near and dear to yeah, our hearts yeah. because we are one of those like hashtag made with pride brands. Mm-hmm. So, and we're also going to talk a little bit about crochet hooks in general because our last episode, uh, we did touch a little bit on crochet hooks. but Because it was an episode on tools, right? On crochet tools, yeah, but not, uh, we didn't really dig deep yeah. into it. So let's just start with the different kinds of crochet hook you can get. Since our last episode, we've had quite a few people message us on Facebook asking about the differences between the different crochet hooks and is there a better or more sort of superior crochet hook. Like which crochet hook is easier to use? Which which is easier to use, which is like better quality, mm-hmm. which lasts longer and all that. So I thought that we'd have a little segment on this. So let me just break down the different kinds of crochet hook you can get. Basically, it's broken down into types and material. So material. basically, mm. types is just like ergonomic versus like non-ergonomic. And okay. the different material is you can get the standard metal ones. Uh, there are also lots of plastic ones. Uh, there are like wood ones, which is some of them is like bamboo or there are others that is like pure wood, like maybe oak or, or walnut. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, and these are like totally handcuffed. So they're like, so, the, so there's a particular crochet that I want to get. It's all wooden one. Um, but it's possibly more expensive than the curls, the false crochet hook. I so mean, it's handmade, right? It's so entirely every handmade. Every single one is going to be different. Yeah, and I follow this brand on Instagram and she shows, like, it's run by her and her husband. So it's like, kind of like us, where it's like a home-based brand. Mm-hmm. They run it out of their home studio oh. and they actually carve out the crochet hooks wow. themselves. And sometimes they post time-lapse and all that. So that's something I really want to get. So, yeah, okay, so bam- bamboo hooks and actual wood hooks, and there are also, like, resin-casted crochet hooks, as well as um, clay crochet hooks. Mm, okay. Or, like, um, clay-handled crochet When you're talking hooks. about, like, er- ergonomic kind of hooks, like, what do you mean? Uh, so, ergonomic hooks are the kinds that are not just one long, slim hook. It's got sort of, like, a handle. So, basically, if you think, like, a spoon or a fork, there are, like, different kinds you can get, right? So, if you think about how a spoon and a fork looks like, the entire handle and the the spoony part is all in one section. It's all one piece okay. that's, like, sort of casted into one piece versus the kinds that has got, like, an additional handle add-on. Okay, right. I understand. So, it makes it, like, 
thicker. Based on the design, it's easier to hold, it's easier to Yeah, to, that's right. So that's very similar it. to crochet hooks as well. Okay. Those are the different kinds of material you can get. Um, there's no particular one that is better than the other per se. I personally prefer metal ones because I feel like they last longer. And mm. of all the metal ones, I, pr- I like. I like the powder coated one. So that is like the grey, the entirely grey sort of smooth matte feel. Have you tried all the crochet hooks before? Oh, definitely not because there are so many different kinds of crochet hooks. So like there are different brands as well. You can get like the popular ones which is like Clover or Boyle or Susan Bates and those are the ones that you find at either Golden Dragon or Spotlight. Those Mm -hmm. are the real popular ones. But there is also a huge, huge world or community of handmade crochet hooks. Those small independent brands like the resin custard ones with like the gold flakes in it or some of them have water in it. Water? Or some sort of gel or whatever so that it makes the thingies inside float around. (laughs) I bet if there's a bejeweled one, you totally get that. Yeah, I totally would get a bejeweled one. And these different brands just basically are like... So for example, Clover, it's a Japanese brand. Mm -hmm. And like Boyle and Susan Bates are the American brands. And there are different reasons why you would choose one crochet hook over the other this is really like down to your personal preference and unfortunately there's no way for me to tell you which one is better which one is better because you just have to spend money to buy them all and, and just it, try it out and just give it a try you will you will find that there are hooks that you never ever reach for because maybe you know the neck is too long or the nose is too big or whatever mm. and there are others that you would just reach for all the time that the coating wears off. Like, I have so many of those the kind metal of hooks. ones, yeah. Yeah, the ones that the coating wears off. And obviously, the cheaper the crochet hook, the cheaper the quality. If you just go on AliExpress or, you know, Taobao and buy one of those, like, bamboo sets, they look really pretty, but sometimes they splinter, for example. Oh, okay. Sometimes they catch on your yarn. Sometimes, just the way you crochet, the way you hold your crochet hook, maybe the nose might be too long. Yeah. So what I've noticed is that, like, Clover, which is, like, the Japanese brand, the one with a really nice handle that you can get from Golden Dragon, they have a really, uh, a slightly longer, skinnier neck and a blunter, shorter, rounder uh, nose. So if you're someone that likes to hold your your crochet hook like the knife way, maybe something with a shorter a shorter neck might work better for you because you have a smaller range of movement, for example. Versus if you are somebody who likes to hold like a pen, you know, you just have to figure out and find what works for right, you. This is right. a very personal thing. Yeah, that, that makes sense depending on how I, I'm holding the crochet hook as well. Yeah, right? that's right. So like some people ask me, is there a right or wrong way to hold your crochet hook? There's really no right or wrong. Just from the very simple fact that no one has been, has been able to find uh, the origins of crochet far back enough to determine what was the original way that crochet was intended to be an example of what how I like to say that is you know there's a huge debate about toilet paper whether it goes over (laughs) Over or under under, yeah so basically I think that the correct way is for toilet paper to go over because when they found the original pattern for a toilet paper roll and holder the diagram was patented for a over over Okay, but for crochet hook, we kind of have no idea. It goes too far back. Yeah, and crochet has sort of sprouted out in many, many different regions of the world at the same time. So it's not fair to say that it originated from like China or from like from Europe or whatever because Mm -hmm. there have been reports of crochet in small independent communities that archaeologists and like historians say that there's no way that these these two tribes or 
you know, yeah. groups of people we have ever yeah. come across. So it's okay. very difficult to pinpoint the original correct way to hold it. Yeah, you. I mean, you probably can keep going on about the history of crochet, which yeah. could probably be a podcast on its yeah, own. Yeah, I would love to like do some research into the real like history of crochet and like present that in an episode as well. Let me know if you guys would be interested in that because I, I certainly would be. <laughs> it's very similar to the way you hold a pen. Yeah. There are people who say, oh, there is a right way to hold a pen or a pencil. But yeah. actually, no, there isn't because everybody's hand is different, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody like sort of has different like abilities and movements. So there's no right or wrong way. Whatever works for you, works yeah. for you. I realise that you use both really depending on what you're doing. Like if you're using a certain kind of crochet hook, yeah. sometimes you hold it in a knife way uh, versus, versus the, a, pen the pen way. way. Yeah, yeah I, 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 it's something that I've had to train to learn to do. I usually never ever hold it the knife way mm-hmm. because I just find it, it just works funny for me. Um, but over time, I've, I've un- come to understand the importance of being able to sort of adapt to both ways because it really, it helps my process of crocheting go so much smoother and faster mm. and I'm not struggling so much because if you're holding, say, a very thick crochet hook and you need a very wide range of movement, then the knife way is better for you. Yeah, but it's not easy, right? To it's kind not. of train yourself to be able to use both, uh, both styles uh, So when I first started, systematically, I would... Yeah. You know, I would... Because I hold it the pen way or the pencil or the paintbrush, however you want to say it. I hold it that way. And so when I first started trying to hold it the knife way, after a while, I noticed I just subconsciously switched back (laughs) into the pen way and I I just... I have to go, oh, okay, now I have to remind myself to keep on holding it the knife way. Right. But like these days, it's like second nature for me now. Mm. Let's talk about the real thing that we want to talk about, which is the, the LGBT false crochet hook. And why there are so many people getting angry over this crochet hook. This episode is really spurred on by my excitement about getting my false crochet hook. Your very first one, right? My very Mm. first false pride crochet hook and really like scouring their their Instagram and like trying to see, trying to plan for my next crochet hook that I want to get from them. No, 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 not yet. (laughs) Anytime soon. Yeah, so because of that, that's when I discovered this whole world of angry people bombarding false Instagram with like angry messages about their supposedly pride hook. So this whole issue is about talking about the pride hook. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who don't know what false crochet hook is, and I keep mentioning it, and if you're confused, let me like clarify what it, what that is. Basically, false is just an independent crochet hook maker. And um, based on what I can gather from their Instagram, they're also like a small business run from their home garage, I think. Okay. Based on what I see. And they produce really beautiful like wood carved which is like the wood turned mm-hmm. carved crochet hooks as well as resin casted crochet hooks okay so these are the type of crochet hooks that they have yes mm. correct but what makes them special is that they don't have they are ergonomic style which means they have a handle but everything is cast into one thing so it's not like a crochet hook with an add-on for a handle, it's everything is one solid piece. Ah, okay, I see what you mean. It's not like a uh, crochet hook and then on top of it, I add, add on the a handle, handle. Yeah. Right. So, so you know how it looks like because we just received it. So every it tapers into a really fat bottom, um, and it looks like uh, it looks like a worm <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, it looks like 
a snake that has had its dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It looks like a. If you've ever seen a picture of a snake who has had a huge like dinner, that's what a false crochet hook looks like. Uh, or you can head to my Instagram and t- check it out. I've posted so many videos on my TikTok. I've been addicted to TikTok lately. Yeah, she's like only using the the false crochet. I hook only use the false now. crochet hook now because I love it so much and it's seventy dollars. So I need to <laughs> sort of make it worth my seventy dollars. So. So that's what Falls does, and they have really beautiful marble swirled crochet hooks, and they have different kinds of wood wood kinds. So you know how, like, um, uh, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you know how the the every Harry Potter wand has sort of like a really nice ornate backing, a handle where you hold. Yeah. So lots of Falls crochet hook have that really nice sort of like oh. wood turn and wood carved. A backing handle. Okay, I'm gonna check out their designs. All now. the rest, yeah. Yeah. So, recently, in the start of June, Fall sort of released this crochet hook, which is the one that I bought, which is in collaboration or in honor of Pride Month, and it is like all the colors of the rainbow all poured into one crochet hook. So I say poured because this this particular crochet hook is the resin poured one. Okay. It's a resin casted one and it's so beautiful. So I thought that, you know, this is our time. If there's ever a moment that we, being a Pride Run brand, yeah. would buy a false crochet hook, it, it would be, be this hook. It would be this. And to make matters even better, a portion of the proceeds of all of the the money that comes from buying these particular Pride crochet hooks goes to uh, two charities. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, so... So a little bit of backstory. Falls collaborated with this guy called Mr. Dom- Domestic, I think. Uh, and he's an LGBT creator mm-hmm. on Instagram. And if you go to his this Mr. Domestic page, his page is entirely rainbow. So it's like it seems only fitting that you would make, you know, a rainbow crochet hook and you would collaborate with him with a design and whatever. Also he's a designer. He's a a crochet maker. He's a crocheter as well as a quilter, I think. Oh wow. So okay. the two sort of crafts I see on this Mr. Domestic page is crochet and quilting. Okay. But they're always, always in rainbow shades. And he he's this really flamboyant creator, really funny to follow, good sense of humor, and he's always in like rainbow rainbow nail polish. <laughs> okay. So it's quite it's quite cute to follow him. So yeah. recently he and Falls decided to do a collaboration and come up with this crochet hook in honor of Pride. Mm-hmm. And um, this crochet hook is slightly more expensive because it's hand poured and there are seven different colours so of course for the amount of labour that goes in it's going right. to be more expensive right, right. I mean but we as makers we understand how much uh, hard work and you know how yeah, difficult it goes it is into making something more complex as exactly. well you know rather than you swirl everything and pour it once and let it cure once this one has to be cured like maybe like seven times because you have seven colours of the rainbow yeah yeah. so a portion of this proceeds goes towards uh, the Trevor Project, which I talked about. And if you're in the UK, then it goes to the Outright Action International okay. Project. Mm-hmm. So it supports both the US and the UK LGBT like sort of uh, communities. communities. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So for those of you who don't know what the Trevor Project is, it's basically a suicide prevention and crisis intervention uh, mm. a company providing like, assistance to the LGBTQIA like sort of youth like the queer and questioning youth right so if you're like say like a young person under 25 and you're having like suicidal thoughts because you're not sure what you know this yeah. LGBT what, what queer you're is you're not really getting the support that you need yeah and so Trevor Project reaches out to these people and I think it's a great organisation and I've been following them for a while and I really appreciate what they do yeah so that's for the US 
based organization and in the UK it's um, Outright Action International and they're basically very similar to the Trevor Project but based and started within the UK but they offer you assistance to all LGBTQIA plus people and they're dedicated to fighting the human rights the human rights of these mm. um, this community so whether it's like you need like financial assistance or uh, you know like COVID relief or whatever mm, or mm. like housing relief or if you get like emotional fired emotional support emotional or... support suicide prevention like yeah. if you get fired from your job because you... based on the fact yeah. that you're LGBTQ and it's not right then they would sort of speak up for you I see okay so I think that this is sort of an amazing thing that they're doing yeah and only when I was scrolling through um, their, their false crochet Instagram page recently that I realised that people are starting to get angry and actually I didn't see the people's response first I actually saw false response saying response that, to those comments yeah so I was confused because first I see false p- posting about you know how they're gonna put a portion of the proceeds to the Trevor Project mm. and there's a pride hook and yada 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 and it, everything yeah. seems so bright and happy yeah and then the next post I see from them is them saying I'm so sorry about you know this crochet hook we yeah. didn't mean to offend anybody and da 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 so you went to go and find out like so that. I went to go and yeah. look more into it and to find out that people are now angry at them because they think they being the audience the people like us they think that false is just putting an increased price like they're they're upping the price of it just so that they can claim they're donating to the Trevor Project oh I see so people are saying what is the point you, you make us pay extra for it if you're gonna say if you're gonna donate a portion of the proceeds, you're not actually donating anything. You're just making us donate via you through you. Okay, okay. So that's the controversy about about this hope. Yeah, and so that also got me really thinking about how many brands out there are just slapping on a rainbow product. So okay, let me read you a little bit about what people are saying. Or rather, let me read you what False Crochet are saying first. Okay, so this is what they posted. They said, from Harrison and the False team. It has come to my attention that we didn't give enough information on our Pride campaign that has caused some concerns in the maker community. I've spent the morning speaking to my team, we hear you, and it's very important that we speak to you about your concerns and tell you a little bit more about the why. Side note, I think it's really sad that companies like this really even need to put up sort of a disclaimer like that. Yeah. But anyway, so let's continue. They said... We knew that when false stepped into the ring, that there would be people who questioned our intent. If we can do better, please let us know. It is how we grow as allies and we feel that the conversation is important. We realise that people looking in do not know our, our motives behind this release. This intention of our pride hook was to celebrate and show our love and support for the members of the LGBTQIA community and start conversations with those willing to learn. We chose to release this hook in June because June is Pride Month. We are proud to have friends and family recognise the struggles they have and continue to face. We pride ourselves on inclusivity and we welcome this cause to continue our personal and company growth. Although this product has just become available, it has been in the works for nearly a year. Our team is comprised of people of all walks of life, including members of the LGBTQIA community and their friends and loved ones. Okay, so they went on to talk a little bit more about how they can do better about it and why they chose whatever. But they did give a little bit of explanation about why their price is increased. And this is what they said. The price is set higher than our other streamlined crochet hooks because the cost of producing a striped resin hook is much greater. Each colour is individually hand-poured, making this a multi-step and time-consuming process. 
the product will always be at this price and we are always donating 10% of the proceeds to LGBTQIA plus foundation. So basically, it doesn't matter whether you buy it during Pride Month or not Pride Month, the proceeds will go to the Trevor Project regardless of if you buy it two years from now. Yeah, because the I mean the cost of the manufacturing doesn't change. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> I just find it so frustrating that I feel like these brands need to really justify so hard about yeah. why they want to support a, yeah. a pride. Especially and like brands that we know are honest about supporting this this community, you know. Yeah. And and they collaborated with a, a LGBTQ maker. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're just slapping on um, a rainbow thingy. And so, say like, hey, uh, Pride Month. You know. Yeah, so just a little side note. Yesterday, I was scrolling through Wool and the Gang and I saw them post something on IG story saying, oh, for Pride Month, we have like put together all like the rainbow products we have. You can check it out and buy the patterns here. Okay. And that was yesterday. So we are filming this in this episode in July. Um, and it's just funny because do they not realize that Pride Month was last month? Yeah. And just it and, and it's things like that that make me question the authenticity of certain brands. Or certain brands when they say, Oh, we support, you know, yeah. This, right. is that, that. Yeah. And this is not me criticizing these companies because like us I feel like we don't have sort of the social arm of our business yet because we're still growing. Yeah. But we do what we can and like what I'm passionate about is really sustainability and we've talked about this before. Yeah. And I feel like although I'm not like donating a portion of what Crooked Crochet earns, it's still something that I take into consideration when I'm making something and I know that I'm taking personal steps, you yeah. know, sort of to help. And I've never really seen like a few of these. So I during the during Pride Month, I started seeing a lot of brands posting about Pride Month, mm. and you mm. know, like here are one or two examples that you know we have done to sort of like prove that we are allies. Yeah, yeah, allies. That's the word. That's, yeah. And I just reading their comments, going, "Are you really though? Because mm. I have never seen you mention anything about this." Yeah. Before, you know, yeah. before Pride Month happened, and. It's very similar to like, you know, when Black Lives Matters, the BLM movement first started. Mm. Everybody started jumping on it. Yeah. Whether or not they were really supporters or whether they really allies of it. I mean, obviously this has to be a continuous support. It's not just like, oh, when an issue comes up or, you know, it's like a marketing thing and then you, you, you start to only talk about it. Then. Yeah, and it feels like a very complacent thing to do. Like, yeah. oh, it's... You know, this is not like Father's Day <laughs> where you come up with a <laughs> Father's Christmas. Day... Yeah, a Father's Day kit or a Christmas kit that you buy at one time and that's it. You know, yeah. this is this is an actual movement that affects people. Yeah. This is an actual topic that people have to live and struggle with. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, I would love for us, for Crooked Crochet, to sort of develop within the LGBTQ community and like give back somehow. We're, mm. we're still figuring out our, our path and I think that it's something that consumers need to remember that brands are also doing. They're also trying to figure out, A, can I give help? B, how do I want to give help and see how can I do it in a way that would be best accepted by the, the people? Yeah, I think the problem now is in society, whether you do something or not or you don't do something about it, everybody has something to say. Yeah, about, that's right. You know, whether you do or don't, you're yeah, damned either way, you know? Exactly. So I think that's a lot of issue for businesses uh, in wanting to do something and at the end of the day, still having the need to apologise or, or give some sort of explanation to why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, and... I've, I've felt so strongly about 
the people commenting about furls. So there were lots of really nasty comments, which now that I'm looking through the Instagram, I think they've maybe deleted some of them, which they rightfully should because the language that some people used was really horrendous. Oh no. So I decided to comment something as well. <laughs> I decided to get in on the drama. But I felt like I needed to say something because as... um. A, a member of the LGBTQ community yeah. and as another small business run with like we yeah. are running our small business within the family I think it's important that I also step up as the face of Crooked Crochets yeah to when, say something about this, this yeah to thing. say something in support of this these people attacking false yeah so I said and I even needed to put a disclaimer so before I put my comment I put bracket disclaimer <laughs> speaking up as an LGBTQ maker and company run by me and my partner I said that I think we need to be patient when it comes to accepting new allies in our community every baby step is still a step in the right direction and instead of throwing out fears in such an aggressive manner towards them we should keep in mind that folks is also still figuring out how they want to present their help to the community especially knowing that you can't please everyone, which is what you say yeah. as well. Yeah. I see the dedication to responding and acknowledging concerns that we have as a great first step towards greater support. Ultimately, they're still a business who need to earn a profit in order to support the paychecks of their employees, bracket, that includes also LGBTQIA plus communities, um, employees, sorry. And the fact that they don't discriminate in the hiring process is already a wonderful, wonderful thing. So thank you. And I'm looking forward to receiving my crochet hook. So that's what I said yeah. in the comment because I feel like it was important that we sort of speak up too yeah. and sort of let them know that, hey, you're doing a good job also. Like, please continue, right? Yeah, because I think roles reversed. If I posted like a picture of a rainbow and people started coming for me saying yeah. that, oh, you're just, you're not real, you're not a real ally, you're just, you know, posting up rainbow stuff. Because to get, it's Pride Month, everybody's doing it. Yeah, then I would be really pissed also, yeah. I think. And I would, it would be nice if someone did step up for me. So I felt like it was important that we did. Yeah. And that also sort of got me thinking, like, why are people so angry to receive help? I think maybe this community finds it hard to trust you know when people do something and say like oh hey this is like mm. for you and we find it difficult to believe sincerely because these are still businesses that's trying to you know make sales and, and, and earn money like is it sincere? Yeah you I, know, I are see you your point. Are you really supporting us? Uh, are you trying to help us or is it just business? But I think whether or not they are real allies to me, I don't know, maybe this, this. I hope this doesn't offend anybody. Whether or not they are real allies to me doesn't, um, it's not important to me. Mm-hmm. It's important that they choose to do something about it though. Because you may not be a real ally, but like, they're basically passing on the message about the struggles of the LGBTQ community. To me, in my opinion. I think that it's, it's very similar to like, if someone were to text you and say, hey, I'm looking, you know, for... You know, I'm looking to hire somebody. Do you mind like forwarding my message to all your friends and seeing if like the message can spread and I'm mm-hmm. looking for someone? And you would do that to help a friend, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think it's very similar in the sense that these brands, while they may not be true, 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 true allies, that they sort of also raise awareness in case there are people who want to know more about it. An extra voice is still an extra voice. Right. I think. Okay. That's my opinion about it. I know there are people who would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Okay, to a certain extent, I do agree that the, we ha- the, the more people talking about it, it's better, right? Yeah. We need more people yeah. talking about it, sort of making it a norm, you know, that we have LGBTQ people and that's fine. 
Yeah. You know? I th- I feel like a lot of these people saying that false, oh, you're, you did, you fucked up false, you're bad. I feel like a lot of these people were very... And coming from a very entitled point of view, it's like if you folks wanna wanna donate to like the Trevor Project or some other LGBTQ plus foundation, that you should do it out of your own pocket. I am not willing to so do it. So these are what some of the comments are saying. Uh, yeah, like don't increase the price and donate to them because you are not donating anything. You're just taking the money from my pocket and putting it to them. But actually, does it really matter? There are other companies still also who don't donate a single thing. Yeah. To anyone. Yeah. I think the important thing to remember is that ultimately at the end of the day, money is still going towards these foundations that are using the money for good. I don't think... I think maybe that the issue is not really that Falls was putting on a rainbow product and selling it at an increased cost and then claiming that the money goes towards charity. I think maybe, and this is my own deduction, I think maybe people are angry because that decision to where their money goes to was taken out of their hands. Because it's like semi-forcing them to donate, right? Yeah, you like In that you terms. increasing the price of the hook and saying that you want to donate to all these people, therefore you increase the hook. Yeah, price. and I think people have that idea that if I want to donate to them, I would do it yeah. myself. But yeah. the truth is that... Don't charge me more for the hook. Yeah. The truth is that nobody is really going to do it. If they were going to do it, they would have donated to them a long time ago. Yeah, or they would even be happy, you know, that some of the proceeds actually goes to these foundations. I don't know, I just felt that it was important that we talk about this in this episode because, you know, I just don't feel that it was fair that people kept coming for foes that way and I also don't feel that that was necessary at yeah. all to even need to, like, put up a disclaimer or to explain. For trying to do something good. Yeah, if the money goes to a foundation, the money goes to a foundation, full stop. Like, don't, you don't need to. I mean, it's important to question the intents behind brands, but ultimately, can you also see the good that comes out of it yeah, I feel yeah. like people sort of lose track of that sometimes or they yeah. lose sight of that sometimes yeah it's always easy to you know get complain angry first yeah rather than give praise right at the end of the day I feel that uh, as long as there's the right message that's being put out mm. if it's for a good cause you know let's support it and not that you don't question anything about it but you know if you understand where this message is coming from what are they trying or to the do for the intent behind yeah. it yeah you no know, don't you know, try to make it seem like there's something bad that's coming out from it. You know, it's yeah. not always all negative. I think maybe my only criticism is that I do agree with Falls when they say that they could have explained a little bit more. They could have sort of put up and say that, oh, this has been in the works for a year, you know, like it's not just for Pride Month. We've been doing this research for a good year now. We've collaborated with a maker who is also like a you know, like, a part of the LGBTQ community, um, and this is something that it's expensive because it's, it's you know, it's basically just explain the process a little bit more. Mm. But I also feel like that's only necessary given the current climate. Yeah. And I think it's a struggle that some that I struggle with too sometimes because I feel like if I put up something, I sort of need to give, like, a backstory. I yeah. sort of need to explain <laughs> myself, cover all grounds. But Yeah, covering all grounds, yeah, exactly. But can I just create something that I like and put it up and then, you know, find a cause to attach it to because yeah. it's something that, you know, it yeah. means something to me. I don't know. Yeah, it, it is really very difficult when you're trying to say something and... 
it at gets the back of your mind. Yeah, is this going to offend anybody? You know? Yeah, like, and that's knows? also always something that we are thinking about, which is why I'm glad that I'm not doing this alone. Yeah. Because I might have offended more people if I was running this business alone. Because there are times. Yeah, run that, it by me first. Yeah, I and I always run it by yeah. Mel first because sometimes I want to post something and I you know type it out and then I say, oh, tell me what you think, how you think this sounds like, and then she reads it and says, whoa. I see something completely different. I think yeah. you should maybe, you know, not use this word or not use that word. Yeah. And then it just makes me think twice about what I'm saying and then it makes me really scared and I like doubt everything that I post now. But yeah, anyway, that's just how I feel about it. Um, if you want to add to this conversation, I think leave us a message on our Instagram. Um, if, you've, if you're following us from the start, you will know that we post up little highlights and put them under our IGTV. I think that you can go to that individual IGTV post uh, with the corresponding episode number and maybe leave us a comment, tell me how you feel. And if, there are, if you guys are also part of the LGBTQ community, tell me how you want to receive help. Because I think all this information, it's while it's also good to talk about, it's also fuel for thought for us as a, a company, as a, a brand. Yeah, like how can we give back? How can we support? Yeah, how we can like, um, you know, benefit the community a lot more. Yeah. So yeah, head over to our Instagram, leave us a comment, let us know what you think. Um, if you also have ideas for future episodes, let us know. You can find us on Instagram at crookedcrochetsg. Our website is www.crookedcrochet.com or you can text us I guess if you have any questions or anything uh, at 912727043 and um, yeah that's it for this episode we'll see you in the next one yep see you guys next week catch us uh, next episode every Sunday at noon okay bye bye